Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Alright, hello everybody, and welcome to Hypnopsychic with your host, the Dream Teacher. Um, I don't understand why this is not playing, getting a little salty about it, and I'm trying to give you guys this song, which is absolutely amazing, and I cannot seem to get this thing to play. I don't understand. It's called Approaching Silence by David Sylvian. And it is a phenomenal, phenomenal song. Maybe Blog Talk Radio will not let me play it for the fact that it's like 30 minutes long. <laughs> that very well could be it. But I'm not sure what the deal is. Hang on, let me check out and see what's going on. I'm going to look at my file archive. Yeah. Oh, conversion failed. That is why. Let's see if I can edit it real quick. Nope. <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to do is actually I'm going to put this up on iTunes and play it there. I'll play a brief little clip for you guys and uh, see if we can't get this working. Hmm. I don't, I don't know why this thing failed. Again, it probably really was just a long-ass song. So let's see here. I hope it doesn't come out really scratchy or anything. Oh my gosh, I just heard a mouse run behind me. I swear to God, I heard it. There's totally mice living in my garage. I don't know where they're coming from, what they're doing. It's a little creepy, I'm not going to lie. Alright, so I'm going to play you um, just a little clip of it, um, just to see, uh, just to give you a taste of it. So here is Approaching Silence by David Sylvian.
think it's going to be wrong. That's what it says on the song. Yeah, everybody. I'm just going to let this play in the background as I talk to you guys. Um, so, what is going on? Life for me? How has life been for me? That's a very interesting question, Cherise. Um, it's been pretty good, up and down. Um, pretty substantial. I'm trying to create some new things. You know, I realized today, and I was on a couple shows today, and they were talking about the elders and how the elders are the ones that are clearing the path for us, quote-unquote, new age thinkers, whatever you want to call us, enlightened beings, light workers, whatever. The elders are the ones clearing the path so that way we can become who it is that the earth desires and who we feel we are which are our light workers and all these enlightened people. Well, I asked, actually in the chat room, blatantly, I'm like, okay. And then they were talking about diamond children. And I'm like, okay, so if the elders are the ones who clear the path, and the children just being born now, like in 2007, 2008, 2009, are the diamond children that are going to provoke diamond healing, and, like, that power of diamond, crystal, whatever. I'm like, what the hell do us people do that are in the middle? They're, like, 21, 30, or 20 to 30 years old. Like, what are we supposed to do? And they, people in the chat room all agreed that we are the bridge. And I'm like, oh, great. So we get walked all over? Like, that's, that's our point. That's our purpose in this life is to get walked all over because, you know what? I do see that happening everywhere, absolutely everywhere. A lot of people my age and around my age, my generation, do get walked all over all the time. So I'm like, okay, so that's our point? And they're like, no, 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 no. You're missing the points. And I'm like, hmm. So then we talked about it, and we are the ones who are the bridge. But we're connecting from one end to another. And that means we get to create everything in between that will be the liaison from the past to the future or from this unconsciousness to complete consciousness, etc. So we are the ones who get to create this bridge. We are the ones that get to change and enlighten and bring things into just totally new areas, into totally... Um, new ways of thinking, new creations, and like a lot of people around my age and that surround me in the work that I do are all about creating new things. And so 
we want to remain individual. We want to keep our own, um, I guess, individuality, um, uniqueness. Uh, a lot of people call that ego. Now, there's there's uh, a little bit of a difference between ego and individuality. Um, being individual is something that you stand for, that you do, but your ego is all about you. So in that sense, I guess it would be something that you do, you know, that makes you stand out and being unique. But at the same time, an ego is, you know, I'd, I'd really like to find out more information about the ego. It's, uh, it's not somewhere, I know for sure that it's not something that you want to have all the time. You don't want to have a big ego because it is going to diminish some of the experiences that you have. And it's going to probably affect your life in a negative way. But also, ego means your individual characteristics that you are good at. And in that sense, that's where we all shine. That's where we all have our own individual quality, our own uniqueness. And that is how we keep um, true to who we are, I guess you could say. Because it really is hard to remain who you are in such a world of sameness. But you do have to remember that life isn't just about what you see on the outside, what you can hear on the outside, what you feel on the outside. It's all about the inside as well. And that's what it's going to shift you. And that's partly why my name is The Dream Teacher. Uh, I'd like to welcome Eric12312 in the chat room. How's it going, buddy? Good to see you here. And Sharice, 88, of course. Really great to see you here too, dear. Uh, make sure you guys keep the chat room nice and alive because I'm sure we're going to have guests pop in and out of here. So got to keep them entertained somehow, right? And make sure there's lots of conversations as well as me babbling on about God only knows what. <laughs> so if you would like any sort of reading, you can call in, of course, at 646-727-2870. Talk with me, press 1, and I would be more than glad to give you a reading or to talk with you or anything, doesn't matter. I'm here for pretty much everything. So, um, oh, big storm right now. Yeah, we just actually just missed it. It just went right over us, actually a little bit underneath us, and we didn't even have any storm whatsoever. Hey, by the way, can you guys hear this music going on in the background? Just making sure. Because it's really... Uh, I hope you can at least hear my voice over the music. So, let's see. I'm going to draw a card to see what to talk about. And I'm going to use my new angel cards, actually. These things are friggin' amazing. They're so good. I'll tell you a little bit about them. They are about two different types of quests. Now, I don't know if you've heard of the angel Shekinah, but... That is the angel around Mother Earth, I guess you could say. And uh, it's Shekinah and Metatron are the guardians of the sacred Eden tree, which is the place within you, and it's a state of meditation that you can reach, where you reach other multi, you reach multi-dimensions, you reach a whole list of just things outside of the physical Earth plane. You reach totally new states of awareness, and it's something that is going to lead you, obviously, to the greater good, a lot of profits, 
receive messages from these states of mind, you know, receiving messages about the Bible and Jesus and God and all that fun stuff. <laughs> so these, these cards definitely help to tap into that. And let's see. I'm going to draw a card now from Heartless, asking for divine guidance from the ruler Shekinah as we guide all who listen to the show into the proper direction, asking for the divine truth of those that wish to seek it. All right. Now the card that I drew, actually a very beautiful card, and one that I am pretty familiar with, the energies I am very familiar with. And this card is called Paracel, which is Tau and Egg of Protection. Now these cards also use um, uh, symbols from the Hebrew religion, um, from like the Kabbalah, I'm pretty sure. Now Tau is the symbol here. It represents grief, desire, compassion, and peace. And I'll read to you what the card says, and then I'll try to explain it to you in terms of, uh, in easier terms for, like, uh, unenlightened mind to understand, I guess you could say. Okay. I bring Tao, spiritual emergence, resurrection from darkness into light. I am the luminescent gleam in the night, gently infusing heart and soul, bringing the promise of healing and hope. My symbol is an egg of protection, for I know you have suffered, leaving you feeling exposed and vulnerable. Yet my egg also symbolizes rebirth. Wrapped in a cloud of pure golden radiance, it is threaded with coral, rose, and magenta of compassion and healing for your heart and pure white of spiritual peace for your soul. Whenever you invoke me and ask for this, I flow these rays, these light rays, to weave my egg around you, providing a comforting environment in which you can begin to acknowledge traumas, release cleansing tears of healing, and move on toward freedom. You can make this choice. Once you are completely enclosed in my radiant egg, its rays of love envelop your energy centers. If you are ready to let go, they melt away fear and anguish to allow a new serenity to flow in. In Templemer, you could first heal with either fire or water of life, then rebuild from creation red. As you gain physical strength to move upward, I bolster you with my strong, supportive energy, aiding each endeavor with love until you reemerge fully into life. All right. So that's absolutely one of the most Oh, it's a very, very beautiful card. And the way I think of it, it is like, it definitely symbolizes the egg and the egg of protection. And, you know, an eggshell, what it is, it protects you, keeps you safe, keeps you guided. And it is this shell where you can actually grow into the form that you're going to be and definitely is a form of birth or rebirth, if you will. And I just think of this nice, warm, like, big hug. That's what I feel when I think of this card. I'm going to draw a couple of my other gene cards for this and see what comes up around it. All right. And I got the sixth 
So for those of you who are tuning in, um, I feel it is very apparent that you need to cut some things out of your life and cut out things that do not match with this warm hug of protection, this compassion, this peace. Um, get over, get, along with cutting things out, will be grief. And of course, it is okay to grieve. It's okay to feel hurt when you cut things out of your life. And that is completely natural. That's all part of the healing. So please cut out the necessary things that you need to release from your life. Cut out all negative aspects. And we'll see also what this relates to. Yes. You need to cut out feelings, um, especially romantic feelings that no longer match your heart's desire. It is time to cut them out. And it is time to release and to heal. Again, please do not be afraid to grieve, to be upset by these missing things from your life. It's okay. It really is okay. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to feel grief. That is all part of the healing. Out of that, beautiful things will come. Alright, so the next card that will be coming up is from Temple Mer, which is the healing chamber within the divine realm. And this card is related to the areas where you can heal from the first card. The first card usually tells you something that you really don't want to hear or something that you need to get over. And this next card in the Heart Quest offers you a chance to heal from this and to learn something new. Once you, uh, especially when you go through something that is more painful and grieving. There's always learning and healing to be gained from this. And the healing card that is chosen. Ah, I believe this is the fire of life. I really wish you guys could see these cards. They're absolutely beautiful. And that is actually part of the healing. Oh my gosh. There's totally a fly or something buzzing around my head. It's kind of creeping me out a little bit. <laughs> um, Alright, let's see what this card is. Okay, it is the yellow of creation. And the angels with this are Raphael, Hermes, Trismegistos, Gazadriel, and Shekinah. Healing with yellow and angels. So I will read to you what this card has to offer. From diamond comes yellow of sun to heal solar chakra. This vitally important chakra is the focal point of your empowerment because in man it represents the sun that brings life to all. Apart from affecting digestive well-being, it's your center of will and intention. Masculine aspects of this are logical thoughts, decisions, and timely action. But for true balance in solar, add Shekinah's white gold, which is feminine and spiritual influence. 
letting heart inform your decisions and actions. This creates an epic bridge of light from lower self to heart and Eden tree, opening the way for the blood roses and the gentle forgiveness to heal hearts emerald with love. All right, now they, the angels also offer this little feather of a saying, this nice little breath. So what I want you to imagine is imagine the words that I say next are coming from you and coming from a divine higher source. I want you to imagine that you are speaking these words as they are for you. I breathe your yellow vibrations within heart. And on my outbreath, I travel with you to Temple Emerge's citrine chamber to stand in the center of the mystical sunflower mandala. All becomes possible as liquid crystal fractals shaded deepest gold to vivid yellow spiral in radiant light streams through solar and like miniature star suns cascade healing throughout my body. As I link to Eden Tree, my solar chakra ignites with white gold to become my own rising sun within, the way to a magenta dawning of the love, power, and wisdom of oneness with all. All right, so that is Yellow of Creation with Raphael, Hermetrius, Matisos, Gazadriel, and Shakina. Um, hopefully, I hope you felt the powers from that. Now we're going to draw a couple of the regular Earth plane dream cards to see how well they relate to your physical reality. Alright, so the card that I pulled is stability. Being stable, being able to anchor in yourself, in your body, in your vessel. Remember, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And the better that you can anchor yourself into your own body, into your home, being home, the better it will be for you to have a more beautiful, fulfilled, enriching physical experience. And the card I drew after this is the flower. Uh, Excuse me, the lily. The lily represents a professional life. It can sometimes um, represent illness when it's next to the garden, but in this case it is not, which is very good. So the lily definitely represents professional life. So maybe this is a sign for me that I need to anchor myself here and use my will and intent for my professional life. But also it could be a sign for those of you who are listening that it is a sign to anchor yourself in your in your professional life, make sure that what you do for your career is your ultimate calling. Please, I want all of you to follow your passion and get paid for your passion. I want you to be able to live out any of the dreams that you have and getting paid for them as well. I want you to live a successful career. For example, on one of my other shows, I talked about a person that has an extreme love for carving wood. They absolutely love 
wood. They love the smell of it. They love how it looks. They love how it breaks down. They love every bit of it. So that person becomes a carpenter, you know, so they can do stuff, work with their hands, you know, help other people that need flooring or houses, log cabins, et cetera, built. And they follow their passion. That is what they're driven to do. I advise all of you that are listening to follow your passion. Follow exactly what it is that drives you into this state where you have no recognition of what time is. You lose all sense of time. And actually, in lieu of that, I'm going to play a song. I feel guided to play a song for you. Um, And it is called When I Lose... Oh, don't tell me it's not on here. Do not tell me. Oh, my gosh. It is not on here. That's too crazy. All right, I'm going to download this and upload it up to the um, switchboard real quick. When I lose all sense of time. Now, this is a song that I made, actually. And it is, oh, my gosh, so crazy. Okay, it's not in the right folder. Hang on one second. So please, if you really are in the midst of changing careers, and if you are trying to think, well, this isn't what I want to do. This isn't fulfill my life's purpose. This isn't something that satisfies me. I don't want to be doing this every day of my life. Then please, reconsider what you're doing for a career and try to try to do something that you actually want to do. Oh my gosh, where the heck did my phone go? Let's see, do I still have it up here? Do, 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 do. Oh my gosh, shut up. No effing way. No effing way. I can't believe my songs are gone. Hang on. This is about to be a heavy, heavy instance right now. If my song is not here, then I am not going to be happy. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I think I might have lost all of my music. That would not be a good day. That's a bad day. That is such a bad day. Okay, wait. Let's check my computer to dream again. There it is. There it is. Losing time. Got it. Okay. False alarm, guys. False alarm. We're good. We're all good. I got my phone. Don't worry. We're good. All right. I would like to remind the guests that you can sign up for a free blog talk account. So you can be registered in the chat room so that we can talk with you, interact with you, and you can be here in the chat room to talk with us. See you watch. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> sorry, I like to. I'm sorry. I really like to interact with the people that are here with my show. So I want you guys to be comfortable. I want you to be in a good place. I'm definitely here for you guys. Um, so if you do, again, want a reading, 
either with the angel cards or with regular um, dream cards, tarot cards, then you can call in at 646-727-2870 and then press the number 1 on your keypad and that means that you want to talk to me. Okay, so we're going to draw the next card. Now we've done the heart quest and in the heart quest we have found that a lot of people need protection, some extra compassion, and they need to cut out the things that no longer match up with their heart. This is for all of you that are listening, okay? And make sure you cut the things out that no longer match your heart's desire. Now, the next card that you can use to find the power within to learn from this is the yellow of creation, which represents your solar chakra right behind you can imagine this powerful yellow color right behind your navel lined up with the spine. This is something that you can anchor into. And of course, this is where will and intent are most predominant. You can use, if you meditate on this area that I just told you, you can find a very, very intense power of will and intention to ground yourself and to find your ultimate purpose in life. This is where you will find that power to go within. So we will continue on the soul quest. Now the next card for the soul quest will direct our attention to what we need to learn about. And with, this is the guardian Metatron. Um, I don't know if any of you have heard of this angel. He is an angel depicted as... Um, uh, one of the angels of death. He has many, many, many eyes. He has billions of eyes. And he has the same amount of eyes as there are as people on this earth. And whenever one of them blinks, a person dies. And when it opens, another one is rebirthed, which is pretty interesting. So trying to think of this, I'm sure you can imagine this crazy alien-like being with billions and billions of eyes which is a little bit creepy to begin with, but he's an angel. He guides and watches and guards you, and he's a pretty good guy to look up to, I would say. He's very masculine energy, which is why I say guy. But, of course, they do not have a sex. So we'll see where everyone's sole purpose needs to be focused on. Ah, very, very beautiful card. I'm excited to share this one with you. It's one of my favorites. Um, this is called Hedronio. And the symbol given with this is called He, which means to exist, transform, and become greater. Now I will tell you um, about this card and what this energy represents. I am the tall angel of heat, and I see that you are ready to grow your soul to Metatron and Shekinah's Eden Tree vibration and beyond, opening higher dimensions for soul quest. You are at a key point in life, embowered in emeralds. You ride within my light wings toward the 4444 angel stargate. This can be likened to a spiritual cliff edge of existence. Your potential for a huge expansion of consciousness already exists. Your quote-unquote now is to set it free. Choose the issues on which you should focus 
activities, fears of influence, energy healing. But I counsel that your heart and soul must inform your choice. If you are one with the Eden, begin by traversing the stargates. Look for the numerology. One for Earth's deep, dramatic, ruby, and four for heart's glowing emerald. Both are legends to your soul quest. These provide the energy empowerment you will soon gain and emanate from heart and the very foundation of your being to help all. We angels show you how, as love balances and refines roots and hearts to gem self, your spiritual consciousness expands. Love and light radiate out from your heart flower to all. And this is a universal, quote-unquote, I am cue for action. This is a very, 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 very powerful card. Um, it is opening you to some very divine energies. And now, I'm sure a bunch of you have heard of the numbers 4-4 four, four being of uh, significance to angelic realms and divine feelings. Um, please be aware of that as you might see the numbers kind of playing around and uh, almost following you, if you will. Look at license plates, uh, time. Look at the time when you look at the clock. Um, see if it's a significant number. It's pretty interesting. Now, this card is all about expansion of consciousness. As I hope a lot of you are aware of, the major changes that are happening in lieu of 2012 and the quote-unquote end of times. Sure, it is going to be an end of times as the time that we have previously been living, but it is something absolutely magnificent that is going to happen. There is a shift in consciousness that is actually happening. And we are, be going, we are going to be moving into a higher dimension. We are bringing us lightworkers are bringing in the fifth dimension into our conscious awareness. Now, if you don't know what the fifth dimension is, I suggest that you do your own research to figure that out. It will not only help you tremendously, but it will help to shape um, your perspective. And I don't want to be doing the research for you, as it is priceless and it is directly related to you, as I don't even know what is exactly is going to happen. I do know that we are shifting consciousness, and I have heard that some people will lose their lives, but I'm not sure about this. And, of course, I'm kind of, I'm on both sides of the fence with that concept. I wouldn't mind if some people left this earth because there are some really shitty people here, and I wouldn't mind not having them to live with. But at the same time, all people are here in divine reason. They're all here because of God and in lieu of God and for God. And it's just those that don't remember it are the really shitty ones. So let's see. I'm going to pull a couple of the Earth Plane Dream cards to see how you can relate to this in your physical reality. And the card that I got was Home. Again, I, rep I said this earlier um, in the beginning of these readings. Your body is a temple. It is a vessel. You are a spiritual being having a physical experience, and this body is home for your spirit. Also, 
they say that, quote-unquote, home is where the heart is. Your heart is in this vessel. Your heart is in this body. It is your home. This is your home. Oh, my God, it's a big bug. Oh, my God, that is a big bug. Sorry. <laughs> I'm outside right now in the garage, and that just almost took me out. Get out of here. There's something buzzing around me and it's freaking me out. <laughs> I can hear it. Okay. So be in your home. Be okay with your home. And feel. I hope you have a comfortable home to, to be in because sometimes I know the environment that your body is in and that it surrounds your body is sometimes not very pleasant. Make sure you're comfortable with your home. Um, and I will choose one more card for this just to see the areas that it definitely pertains to. Okay. And the card that I chose was the rider. And this suggests um, messages and news coming forward towards you. Um, I feel like it directly relates to me because I try to be that knight in shining armor. I try to be the messenger of good things. I try to give you good messages. So hopefully that this comes through in a knightful way, I guess you could say, in a royal way maybe. Um, so keep a look out for these messages. Of course, my messages are not the only ones that are going to be coming towards you after these readings. So please, please keep your clairvoyancy, clairsentiency, all of that, keep it in tune so that you can receive these messages. Now caller uh, 216, I will get to you in one moment. I have one more card to draw for everyone listening. And this is the healing for the soul quest. And Metatron will guide me to this card. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful, beautiful card. Um, this is called the Advanced Blue Star Sapphire Gate, which is in relation to air and 5599. Guardians and angels below and Thunderbirds. Now I'll read to you what this card has in store for the person being read for. And this relates to everyone. And then I have a special message about this card. If you have regained ruby, emerald, and sapphire gem cell, and if you feel soul quest is connected to this light work, you may access this advanced blue star sapphire gate. You hold Michael's octahedron around heart. Now you can help souls who died suddenly and left fragments behind or took with them soul fragments of loved ones. The macrocosmic octahedron helps Michael, Sanusemi, and Rachel reunite your heart-held fragments through the power of the octahedron's geometry, the top and bottom of which are entry and exit points to and from light and time-space. Now this is the part as before. Uh, where the healing and learning takes place. Imagine these words coming from yourself. Imagine the words being said from you, but the angels are directing these words to you. In oneness, the diamond flower of life shines within my heart, and I place in the petals those whom I love and wish to aid in soul healing, including self. Around this, I hold Michael's blue octahedron filled with angelic lights. Through oneness, I breathe pure and sacred breath of God. On my out-breath, 
I travel with Thunderbird through your advanced star gate to Templemer's octahedron chamber and Blue Star Sapphire Throne. Through these two octahedrons, soul fragments may travel through time-space to and from light to reunite once more. I am breath of life in service of love and light. Now this card really talks to those of you who feel that you can communicate with souls that are trapped here on the physical earth plane. Souls that are in appearance to be orbs, ghosts, um, lost souls, any of those that need help in shifting and going into the light. Um, maybe some of you that are listening are meant to be psychics or mediums. So if you feel that is you, please, I urge you to approach me. What I can do is I can hypnotize you to open that up completely within you. I can help you and hypnotize you to give you the ability to become a psychic. I can give you the ability to become a medium. And you can communicate with souls that have passed on from the physical experience but are still stuck in the earth plane, into the earth realm. And for those of you that do wish to help souls to cross over, we can do that. And of course I can help you. So if you are looking to become a psychic medium yourself, please approach me. Um, you can either send me a message here on Blog Talk Radio or send me a message at my email. My email is thedreamteacher at gmail.com. And I would look I would be more than happy to help you. And of course this once you can do this, it advances your career in many, many, many different ways. You can start working as a psychic yourself, making some extra money. You can also be a medium and receiving messages from those that have passed on to those that wish to receive these messages. I'm going to draw a couple of the regular Earth plane cards to see how they relate to us in reality. Alright, now the card that I drew is the circle, which is relationships and strong bonds. Of course, there are messages to be held with those that have passed over and with those that we have strong bonds with that have passed over. And a lot of people would like to receive those messages. Um, the next card that I drew for this is the sham or the clover, excuse me, and is all about luck and guidance from above, and receiving this luck and guidance from above that will help advance your life in many, many, many different ways. So I think this relates to some people that are here and that are listening. Again, if you wish to tell me um, how these cards have related to you, please either call in. The number is 646-727-2870. Or feel free to message me and talk about this privately. And my email is thedreamteacher at gmail.com. I would be more than happy to communicate what you have felt and learned from this experience. Now, I'm going to take a quick break. Um, and play that song that I told you guys about. Um, I was telling you about losing sense of time. And 
It is one of the songs that I made. Now, when you lose that sense of time, it is really like this place where you know that something is right. When you lose that sense of time, you know that you must be doing something right because nothing else in the entire world matters except what you are doing at that very moment. And that moment is pure bliss. That moment is really going to set you on fire. Please follow your passion. Make your own job if you have to. Make your own job if you can't find one that suits your passionate drive, that really ignites that creative flame within you. Please enjoy When I Lose All Friends of Time by yours truly, the Dream Teacher. When I lose all sense of time, there's no place I'd rather find.
and to really use your thoughts from the past and see what you can do to learn from them and to advance movement into them. Now, a lot of times um, what does happen, and especially with the intense summer energies, is there's a lot of agitation, um, a lot of back-and-forth things, especially with um, people with really uh, contemplative or conflicting minds, and especially in a world of duality. Um, a lot of people try to remain as open as possible. So when that happens, it's like it's either light or dark, light or dark, fear or love, you know, and you're thinking about that constantly back and forth. And, you know, it's okay to have that sort of back and forth idea of thinking because in doing that, you create this contradiction. And contradictions are merely what, I guess you could say, what God is. Because if God is everything, God is also the dark and the light. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, in thinking that and just thinking about the two in general, it's like you really put yourself into this meditative and powerful state of mind where you know that anything really is possible. And so I say for this year, this year is a perfect time to start, if you've started your own business ventures especially, this is the perfect time to start enjoying the benefits to that and start reaping what you sow, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And looking forward to bunkering down, you know, um, if you're a special, well, I know you're in Cleveland, and so it's time to start enjoying what you've created and then getting prepared for the winter that's to come. I mean, I know it's still two seasons away, but... It's always good to be one step ahead of the game. And you know the winners here, up here in the northern part of the U.S., are not exactly light, you know. They're a right, light. right. But, you know, I'm, I'm coming from, uh, oh, I'm born and raised here in Cleveland. I went to Houston, Texas uh, for a job uh, doing some union organizing, uh, fighting for workers' rights in Texas. And then I kind of got homesick, and my grandma uh, became ill, and then I was I was putting lots lots of energy to come home, you know, out there. And then eventually my old job called me back and said, "Hey, come on back home, and you know, you can get your old position back and and even have a leadership position." And so it was even more money. And so everything yeah. kind of worked out. And so I feel that m me being coming back to Cleveland after leaving Cleveland, saying, "Okay, forget it. I'm going to go somewhere else where it's a better economy, all this and that." Here I am finding myself back here in my home energies and my home state, my home city and all. And so I definitely understand what you're saying is uh, is this is the time to all the past energies that you put out there, now it's come back uh, again and ready to set yourself up for the next, uh, next hoorah, the next big thing or something like that. Exactly. Because, like, um, definitely the energies that are coming, there's a lot of, increased awareness that is happening right now and that's part of what I'm doing here That's part of my mission is to help that and I know Cleveland is not one of the most enlightened places in the world and here I am I'm in Cleveland too by the way I don't know if you didn't if you knew that or not but I'm here too and um, it is a very very dense place a lot of thick skulled people here that's for sure mm -hmm. and uh, it's not a very high vibration I mean I'm pretty sure it was voted worst city in the United States this year, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't really uh, pay attention to those corporate, uh, you know, magazines yeah. who, who declare those kinds of things. You know what I mean? I mean... But listen, there's a lot of better places, though. That I think that's what they're trying to get at is there's right. a lot of better places right. to be in at the moment. Right, there are there are definitely a lot of uh, better places to be in. But I'll tell you one thing, you know, there is a reason why I did come back, you know, to Cleveland. What's that? I'm interested, for sure. And and even and even though Cleveland, you know, has its issues and stuff like that, you know, me being in Texas and Houston, uh, and, and Houston's actually pretty conscious, and, and so is uh, Austin, and a lot of places in, in Texas have lots of really good energy and synergy. Um, but you know, some other places, you know, are also kind of lost and kind of confused and really have uh, don't have that heartbeat, so to say. Right. Cleveland right. has a heartbeat. You know, what I mean, you got to listen for it. You know, what I mean, you got to know where to look for, where to find it. You know, but once yeah. you connect with the right people, um, you know, you can you can uh, listen to that heartbeat. It, it's kind of strong. Uh, that is know. very true. You know, the one thing that I did find about Cleveland is it has a very very positive and powerful soul. A very, very good soul. It has this soul to it that it's like, you know, even though our football team loses every year and we stop, right, right. we all have this kind of like <laughs> this faith to it. You know what I mean? It's like, man, we're from Cleveland. Like, it may be shitty, but like, it's where we are. It's where we're from. It's the city, but it's still the suburbs. You know, it's got everything. We've got a lake and all that. And I think it has just this this crazy soul that really keeps people connected in a sense. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel like, almost like a family. Now, like, I'm from, I've also lived in Buffalo, New York, and Columbus. Mm-hmm. And Columbus had a very different aspect to it. It was very upbeat, positive, but it didn't have that very good connection. It was not very um, connected like Cleveland is because it's just a melting pot of people. There's so many different types of people in Columbus. You know, it's the state capital, so that's where a lot of people go. And, and OSU, you know, the college people, and once once the semester is gone, they're 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 out of the state, back into their home, you know, probably somewhere across the country or something. Oh, exactly. You know. And I don't think that everybody is just as well connected. And then, like I said, Buffalo is all about kind of blue collar, working family, et cetera, et cetera. And it's totally different. That's where I was born, actually. But okay. I would have to prefer, I mean, obviously I'm still in Cleveland for some kind of reason, not sure what that is yet, <laughs> but I'm pretty, I'm pretty intrigued that you actually wanted to come back. Yeah, I actually wanted to come back. I mean, you know, plus it's just like you say, you always want to go back. I mean, you didn't, you didn't say that, but you, you did say you have a connection to Buffalo. You know what I mean? That Buffalo is definitely right. a place uh, that you have roots and everything. And I think uh, above all, my wanting to come back home was it, this is, these are my roots, you know. What I mean, this is where I planted my tree, you know, a long time ago, and and I'm I'm here to come back to to water it and to make sure this tree, you know, is is uh, grows tall and firm. Absolutely. Um, but I think you said something important that it's also good to do some traveling so you can also plant other trees and and make oh, sure that other things grow. Very very. Very true. But I want to ask yeah. you: Have you ever been to Starwood, um, which is a very conscious? Uh, it's, called, it's put on by Ace uh, Ace Starwood Exploration for uh, uh, Association for Exploration of Consciousness. Um, it's a really cool uh, pagan gathering that they have um, every year. Um, years past, they had it in Sherman, uh, New York, which is about a half hour east of uh, of uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, however, they kind of broke ties with the Brushwood Folk Center, and now they're going to have it at Wisteria, 
um, which is in southern Ohio, uh, right right oh, um, wow. right near the uh, the uh, Native American uh, snake mounds and things like that. So it's a very wow. spiritualized area, very uh, positive energy uh, here in Ohio. And so I want to know if you ever heard about it, and if you haven't, definitely check it all online, and you should go. I I have not heard of it, and I'm definitely going to check that out. I've never heard of anything around there at all. Wow, okay, yes. Google Ace Starwood 2010, okay, and it'll hit you to all the uh, the events that they've had in the past. It's about 30 years going on now. This this year's the 30-year, 30th anniversary. And I definitely recommend that you check it out, their website, and... Uh, possibly attend if you can. It's definitely uh, a time worthwhile and worth spent. But I know you don't have much time. I want to get in a quick um, tarot card reading, if you can, please. Oh, sure, absolutely. I just want to thank you for calling in because you helped me realize a couple of things, too, and that's that I've planted a lot of seeds here in Cleveland, and i got to not diss my city for what I've given it already. So, I so are you on the that. east side or the west side? I'm on the east side. I'm in East Lake. Okay, Eastlake. Okay, okay. Yes, and have you spent a lot of time uh, opening up the whole city? And I mean that as like, have you spent time on the east side and west side? Oh yeah, I've been on both sides uh, okay. for a while now. I've been here on and off for like eleven years or so. so. Okay, okay. I mean, because you know, once I know, I know a lot of people. They you know they kind of like uh, stick to one side or the other, and yeah, if you do exactly. that, Cleveland is very limiting. If you do that, you know what I mean? Yep. That's but once you turn true. 21, and if you have a car, you know Cleveland <laughs> definitely yeah. opens up, and and definitely there's there's you know there's some pockets, there's some special treasures in there that you can latch onto, there's and Starwood not. can help you open up your you know your uh, your connections to conscious-minded people and and uh, things like that. That's very cool. I'm glad that you brought me to that. I'm at their website right now. I'm just going to put it in the chat room for anybody else that is here in Cleveland and would like to check that out. Um, there you go, guys. All right, so all right, what I do, I do intuitive card reads, okay? Okay. And what I want to do is connect to you uh, via intuition and third eye. So what I need you to do is I need you to count from one to seven, but there's um, a little catch to it. I need you to think of that number before you speak it, and then when you physically speak it out loud to me, I want you to imagine that that number that you picture in your head is being sent to me and via third eye so I can picture the exact same number that you are picturing. And that will better give us, um, it'll give us a better connection and a better read for you so that you can directly relate to it, okay? Sounds good. All right, so go ahead and start at number one whenever you're ready. Absolutely perfect. All right. Sometimes we get a lot of people that go, 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it freaks me out. I have to go so fast. Okay. So the cards that I pulled for you, I'll just tell you what they are first, and I'll tell you what they mean. I got the sun, the heart, the stork, the dog, the star, the Sith, and the book. Okay, now your central area of focus is friendship and loyalty. Um, that is the middle card is the dog. And the two cards that surround it is the stork and the star. Now I'll tell you what these mean in a minute. I'm going to go to the very first one. Now the first one is the sun, which very much, much suggests um, light, of course, and positive aspects of light. Now I'm pretty, I feel that it's really ironic that you got the, the sun and the heart next to each other. I'm sure you've heard of uh, people saying love and light, love and light all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you got actually light and love, which is pretty interesting. So it's kind of re- the reversal. And I feel what that means is that you're not going to go with the uh, standards that everybody else is going, oh, love and light, love and light. You kind of think light first and then love, mm-hmm. which really gives you progressive forward movement, um, especially with friends. And... Um, then, of course, when you have that, when you have light, love, and good friends, good loyalty, I feel like that's going to make dreams come true for you, okay? And I feel like that's going to be a very, very, very positive feeling for you. Um, on the card after the star is the sit, which represents things that need to be cut out. Actually, I'm going to draw another card to see what that relates to. Okay, um... At times, do you either feel that you are, do you feel that you are overpowering of a situation? Overpowering on a situation. Like, uh, like do you feel that you would sometimes take too much initiative or too much action, or you would be too bold? Yeah, sometimes that can happen, depending okay. on what I'm into. Uh, I think um, what it's relating to is you being too bold and overpowering in social situations. Mm-hmm. And I think what your attention needs to be drawn to is kind of being a little bit more passive and being um, the observer, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to cut out just taking control of the situation because sometimes you don't even need to take control. Uh, I have a feeling you're probably a fire energy, maybe like a, an Aries or possibly a Sagittarius. Actually, I'm a but, Scorpio. Are you really? Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Oh, boy. Okay, I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I could probably see you going out to clubs or some kind of parties, being the guy that everybody flocks all over. So I would say be a little bit more passive in your actions, um, and that's going to help you to come to some new learning and understanding. Um, about new subjects. I'm going to draw another card to see what you should learn about. Okay. Um, The thing that you need to learn about now is destiny and what destiny means to you. Um, I am a firm believer that we create our own destinies. I agree. But I also believe that we're here for certain purposes outside of our conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. And I feel that we are here for the earth as much as well as we are here for the heavens. So it's like you have your own thing that you want to do, but your free will kind of determines where you're going to go with that. And your free will is determined by what you feel most drives to do. So in being passive and cutting out the bold action, 
I feel that you're going to find out more about your own destiny and what it means to you, where you want to go, etc. Gotcha. So that is what's going on. Do you have any questions about any of the cards I drew or any questions that you want to address at all? Um, you know, definitely, uh, like since I've, I've been so many different places, uh, I talked about going down to Texas, and then when I came back here, they actually sent me uh, to work with the uh, healthcare campaign in Louisiana, Virginia. And right now I'm really uncertain of, of, of what path I want to take uh, after this. You know, this job is seasonal and will end in November, and then I'll have an opportunity to either stay and either pick up another campaign, either here in Cleveland or go somewhere else, or, you know, part of me kind of says or thinks, I came back home for reasons. Maybe I should develop my roots here. You know, maybe I should go back to school, go to law school, or do something else or something. Right. So I guess, uh, what based on those cards do you kind of see uh, the direction? Uh, either is it more of a homestead type thing, or is it more of a should I just sit back, relax, and not think about it so much? Or what do you think? Well, I think that you definitely do need to just take a breather for a little bit. Cleveland is definitely the city for lost souls. I will tell you that because I haven't, I've encountered more lost souls here than I have anywhere else. And I am included in that as well. I mean, I may seem like I know what's going on, but I am still just as lost as everybody else here. So from what the what I got from the reading is you're definitely in the right place. You're ab absolutely in the right place. And what you need to connect to right now is people. Let me bring you to... Um, let me bring you to a certain thought. Um, I want you to think about the earth, okay? Mm -hmm. And I want you to think about the earth in to the human body, okay? Mm -hmm. And our body is an organism, correct? It lives in systems that it functions by, and we have many different systems that create our existence. We have a digestive, a circulatory, a nervous, et cetera, et cetera. The earth is also a living, breathing organism. It lives, it does its own thing, it has its own system that it needs to maintain balance in. For example, uh, our ozone layer is pretty much being eaten up and it's doing itself, it's doing what it needs to to balance itself out. There's probably, you know, there's big, there's droughts, there's hurricanes, etc. Um, it's doing exactly what it needs to to keep its balance in place. Now, what I want you to remember is that our body is connected by all of these systems. It works together with these systems. What the earth is doing now is trying to get people to connect with her energies and with each other as we are a part of her. Okay, we are a part of this earth, as they call it Gaia in a couple different um, religious beliefs or ways of thinking, new age thinking a lot. And we need to connect together as a species, as people, to help sustain life on this earth. So human connection and connecting with each other is of the utmost importance, and especially through compassion. Compassion is the one thing that seriously connects us on an extremely deep level. It connects us more than a lot of people even understand. 
Like, sure, you can connect to somebody by saying, oh, what, you want to talk shit, yo, what, let's go, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Sure, you might connect to them with your fix, but that's not going to help anybody because that's in relation to fear and not love. Compassion comes from love. And it is all, I want everybody, I'm going to give you this and tell everybody else that's still listening, um, love resonates at a higher frequency. When you're feeling the feelings of love, when you're thinking of love in your own brain, that resonates at a completely higher frequency than the feelings of fear. I agree. And I don't know about you guys, but, like, I want to stay on a higher spectrum of the brain. I want to use as much of it as I possibly can since I was gifted it, you know what I'm saying? And I want to be able to use that in a positive, evolutionary manner. So what I'm saying is you need to get connected with people here. And feeling lost is sometimes one of the best things because when you feel lost, it's like the whole world is your possibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can view anything as being possible. Like I said, I feel lost, and I, honestly, any possibility that comes to me is going to be something that I would think about doing. Any possibility. Like, I am going to do so many different things, I don't even know which one is right. But it doesn't matter, because I'm following, like, my own guidance, my own inspiration. And... I feel you're supposed to get some sort of messages here and it's going to directly relate to your professional and career life. Now, I don't know if you were here when I was talking about um, following your passion about your career. Yeah, I yeah, I was here for that. I, I just uh, came on when, I, when you were talking about that. Perfect. You said no matter what, the, the guy was a carpenter, and so, you know, he loved the taste of wood, the smell of wood, and, and so he should be a carpenter. And no matter what you should do in this life, ultimately you got to enjoy it, you got to be happy, and you have to really ask to, to, ask to drive you. Absolutely. So you said you do what? I, I'm sorry, I don't remember. You're a spokesperson or? No, no, I, I work for, uh, for a nonprofit called uh, Working America, and I'm actually the assistant director here in the Cleveland office. And, oh, very cool. Uh, we fight for workers' rights. Uh, we fight for health care reform. Uh, we're part of the AFL-CIO, which is the largest network of unions, and we essentially give voice to non-union workers, people who you know, have a job or have no job at all, so we can hold our politicians accountable to achieve these goals. Very cool. Can you help a brother out over here? Because <laughs> I have no job at all. You looking for a job? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. See, now here's where I'm at right now with this. Is like, I don't know if I want to follow my spiritual path and keep going on this path of what I'm doing, enlightening, creating awareness. And at the same time, I'm trying to get into the quote-unquote reality of things and trying to be real and getting a regular job. So it has been like up and down, man. It's been crazy. But like I can't just sit there and work for something that I don't believe in. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's just not me. That's not me at all. So then, yeah, I can definitely uh, hook you up. Um, let me think here. <laughs> that would be so crazy. <laughs> um, what's your what's your email address? Um, my email is thedreamteacher at gmail dot com. That is too funny. That is too friggin' funny because I totally asked for my guides to help me with assistance with um my career on this radio show. <laughs> that is too funny. Well, yeah, I can uh, I can send you some information on what we do, and uh, yeah, we do have uh, some uh, positions available uh, from now until November. At the very least, you can come in for an interview and see if, uh, how how we do things, 
and oh, yeah. uh, and you know get your get your uh, uh, you know, put your feelers out there and, and see if there's something you want to do. Do you have transportation? Uh yes. Okay. Okay. Um, you guys are downtown. Yeah, it's downtown. So I mean, if you can get a ride to our office downtown, uh, then you know that's all you would need to do. Very cool. Very cool. So, but. Um, yeah, I will. I will uh, send you some information on that. Uh, WorkingAmerica.org. You can also uh, look up uh, our organization online and and read about uh, what we do and all that stuff. Uh, there's also there's all kinds of different positions that we have. So um, that's pretty awesome. Well, thank you, man. So, anyways, let's go back to why we're even talking right now. Mm-hmm. So, did um, I help you a little bit? Do you feel that you have a little bit more of a purpose? And if so, what is it? What do you think you're going to do now that you're back here in Cleveland? Well, I mean, yes, I mean, definitely. I mean, whenever, uh, you know, two conscious people are are talking about it and and are in sync, um, it definitely helps. Um, You know, I'm one of those people who all all kinds of people come to me and ask me for things and ask me for guidance, but I'm I'm like one of those people who (laughs) uh, at times find it difficult to, to ask others for guidance and, and to ask others for uh, direction and things like that. I have a, f- I have a few friends um, that I can I can reach out to, uh, but, you know, not really on a regular basis. You know, they're not as connected as I am. Uh, they're connected in other ways, but it's not uh, not similar, you know. Exactly. Um, so, exactly, exactly. You feel me. So, you know, just you know, talking to you uh, is definitely – I had some reassurance in, in myself that coming home was the right thing to do, and that uh, you know I'm a social butterfly. You know, I love talking to people, meeting new people, and I really care for my home here in Cleveland, and I really want to see Cleveland, you know, flourish. And so, yeah, I think I, I definitely have reassured myself that i'm here for the right reasons i'm here to take care of my family my my friends and to make some new connections and things like that and, I, and I think i definitely needed that just because like what you were saying you know cleveland you know it's still cleveland there's, there's definitely lots of setbacks and some drawbacks to it and all and, and i'm mm-hmm. you know confused about well, maybe i should I, sometimes i miss you know houston you know houston is such this big metropolitan complex you know yeah. I'm like, oh man did i make the right decision coming home or <laughs> or or maybe or, or did i make the right decision you know but i think um with the cards that you drew and, and to tell you that the sun cards is a, is a card that i get constantly i've always gotten the sun card um Every time I, almost every time I do a, a tarot card reading. Um, wow! Yeah, that and, was your first card, absolutely. Very so, cool. So yeah, definitely. Well, one of the one things that I wanted to bring you to was I pulled a, a couple other cards, mm-hmm. and the card I got was the home, and then the well, don't be salty about this one, but it's the death card. And all mm-hmm. the death and, cards. Hey, I get the death card too. I get the <laughs> death card too a lot. Yeah, all that insinuates, though, is patience. You've got to wait because time is a very, very, very important key to a successful recipe. You've got to wait a little bit to receive the benefits from things like that. And I got the house, the home next to the lily, which is the professional and career card. So they're right next to each other. They're really interrelated, and it's a good move that you did. you just got to take some time. That's all. Okay. And time here in Cleveland, it, I'm sure it heals wonders. A lot of people, like anybody who's anybody, gets out of Ohio. Right, right. As I've heard. But 
you know, you never know. Cleveland could totally take a turn for the best. You never know, especially with us kind of people here, you know. That's true. That's true. And it's, it's going to take us kind of people here <laughs> to, to really get this shit going. Yeah. You know? All right, get this stuff going. So. <laughs> exactly. Very high energy people. We need to stay here. I definitely agree. All right. All right so man. I will definitely uh, get a hold of you. And I'm also uh, interested in some hypnotism uh, kind of uh, awakening uh, some other uh, spiritual aspects and some, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, psychic uh, aspects. Right, uh, right. See, now what I can do is I've had, oh my gosh, a high success rate with this. And I hypnotize people. Actually, if you go to some of my archive shows, the one is called Hypnopsychic. I believe it's either part one or part two. Both of those, um, I hypnotized one of my friends, actually from around my area, and hypnotized him to be psychic. And he wanted to do readings, he wanted to do stuff live on air, and he did. He did very well. And it actually developed into something rather personal between him and I. Really, I talked about this on previous shows, but it was one of the most intense things I've ever experienced. But he, he hit it right on the head, and so did all of the other people that... Um, I hypnotized to be psychic. And that's actually how I have come to find that psychics and mediums were actually real and legit is when I hypnotized somebody to do it right in front of my eyes. And bam, it was just like, I was an instant believer. I could not believe it. I was so like <gasps> jaw dropped. And that's when I started to believe. And that's what really opened me onto doing these kind of shows. So For me, it was Starwood. For me, it was going to Starwood about nine years ago. Um, and before that, I was a Christian. There's nothing wrong with Christians, of course. Christians are beautiful people. Um, however, I was I was a, a, a Christian uh, on that path, and and thought that anything else besides that path was definitely not the right thing to do. And you know, I was I was uh, my my mind and my everything everything about my my life was definitely uh, closed off. Uh, wasn't accepting myself or who I was. Um, it's all kinds of different things. And then after Starwood, the first year, I was like, oh, and exposed to that whole different world, the whole different world of pagan and, and spiritual side and, and, and seeing people who they are and accepting themselves for who they are and loving themselves for who they are, loving each other for who they are and, and, and not, not being judgmental. Uh, that's what opened my eyes to finally leading me to uh, who I am today, and, and of course, every year I've been to ever, ever since then, I've, I've, I've become more attuned to the spirit world, the spirit energy, the chakras, uh, and, and now I'm a completely different person. I'm, I'm totally open and accepting of, of who I am, and and, uh, and I'm much more on a firm spiritual path. And uh, so, for me, with Starwood. Uh, that really helped me uh, get to that path and find myself. And, and for others, it's, it's all kinds of different things. I mean, for you, it was that experience that you just expressed. Others, you know, a family member or what have you. And I think we all need to, to have those experiences to kind of open up our eyes, so to say, and to see oh, yeah. the feelings that lie dormant within us. And then they, they blossom into, you know, something. And they keep on growing, you know. So... Absolutely, they grow all the time, and they will stem from exactly where we have put them. So this whole Starwood thing, I'm really intrigued. It's July 6th to the 12th this year, and I really, really, really want to go. So you have to register online. Do you have to register, or can you just show up? 
No, no, no. The registration is over. Okay, last Friday was the last day that you could register online. Okay, oh, unfortunately, no. I didn't have enough money to register online uh, at that point. So um, I'm just going to go, and, and and that's what I usually do almost every year. I think I've only pre-registered once. Um, all, all the other years, I just kind of like. Uh, you know, just show up and you go at the right. front gate. Now, it's it's more expensive at the front gate. I think if you pre-register something like uh, 185 bucks or something like that, if you go to the front gate, I think it's like 215. It's not it's not cheap. You know what I mean? Because you know this is a non-profit organization. This is their one year event right. for the whole year. You know, but let me tell you right now, this is something that's extremely unique. It's in Ohio. Um, the ACE is a Cleveland-based organization. Okay. Um, they have drum circles here regularly uh, on the east side, actually, in Euclid. Uh, they have a spiritual center out there. Oh, wow. Um, they have uh, different events. The whole pagan community uh, of Cleveland is connected uh, with this. And it's not just Cleveland, too. People come from California, Washington State, D.C., New Jersey, all these different places. And they, and they meet up in, in, uh, in, in, at Starwood. Um, so, awesome. yeah, definitely I would recommend you go. Borrow the money if you have to. Um, a ride definitely is not going to be a problem because there's definitely a million people going down there uh, finding a ride. I'm definitely going down there for the whole time. All right, dude. If you're going, man, t- send me an email. I will carpool with you down there or something. There you go. There you go. I'm definitely going. I'll be. I'll probably be going on either Friday or not Friday, either uh, that Monday or Tuesday. So yeah, we can we can coordinate from that. But I definitely agree with you about love. I think. You know how people say that uh, men and women from birth are naturally uh, cutthroatish and naturally have that uh, eye for an eye kind of mentality. I disagree. I think those are uh, conditioned, mentally conditioned traits by our environment and by our society. I think if you were to hit the reboot, the reboot button, so to say, I think all you get is love. You know what I mean? What do you do for the first three weeks, or, or not three weeks, for the first you know three months, couple of months of of childhood? You do nothing but love and see the love of your mother, your father, and your families. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think I that is that. What, exactly, exactly. Love is, is the most powerful. True. Love is the that most is powerful. Very, very true. It'll stand through any storm, any weather, any anything, any blackness. It'll stand up for, oh my gosh, absolutely anything. And there's no, it has no boundaries. That's the other thing. And it right. never, ever judges. That's what I'm writing about in my book right now. Oh, you're writing a book, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I hope okay. I hope to get it out by this year. If okay, not, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And that's that's excellent, too. I mean, the more and more we can, uh, us conscious people can express ourselves and get people on board with these these mental synergy waves, uh, the more, I guess this goes back to, I'm going I'm to talk about 2012. 2012 is not a end-of-the-world scenario where it's end-all, end-all, or anything like that. Have you ever heard of uh, Rampa, uh, Jay-Z Knight oh, Rampa? Yeah. Oh, yes, I've heard of Rampa. Of course, Absolutely. I, I couldn't, uh, yeah, I'm sure you would know, <laughs> I'm sure you know about Jay-Z Knight and Rampa. But, yeah. you know, one thing she told me, or not she didn't tell me directly, but one thing she said that resonated with me is what you said also, is that 2012 is... Is a um, okay. I'll just talk about two things. It's it's a coming of uh, of the coming of Christ, as what people you know, what Christians say, is not the coming of a man, but is essentially the energy, the synergy within us of men and women becoming more conscious at a higher level. 
Okay. The Christ consciousness. The yeah. Christ consciousness, exactly, exactly. That's what Rantha talks about. And mm-hmm. uh, I totally agree with you that 2012 is, is yeah, the Mayans said it's the end of one, but it's also the beginning of another. You know what I mean? Every the end, end of one age. Every end has a beginning, yes. Exactly. Very... End of one age and the beginning of a, of a new age. And mm-hmm. whether or not that's We're... the... And whether that is the age of we're in the age of Pisces now, and, and then this 2012 marks the age of Aquarius. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard different dates about the age of Aquarius uh, happening at 2150. Um, but nonetheless, 2012 I think is a is a, a reawakening, so to say, of consciousness. Now, did you notice that? Um, I don't know if you've seen Avatar, but I bet you probably have. Fucking amazing movie. Sorry, excuse me. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. You know what I mean? And I feel shocked and ashamed. I'm like a huge movie buff. It is one of the powerful movies ever. And I mean, it it really pertains to every kind of person, but that's kind of the whole point behind it is that everybody can relate to it, and it is powerful. And if you look at some of the... In part of the movie, this guy makes documentaries and logs for like... um, uh, personal kind of like psychology. You know how you make blogs and write and stuff? Well, he's mm-hmm. making a vid blog. He's making blogs. And if you look at the date, it's like 2157 or like 2187 or something like that. And it's in that year, 2100. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And there's the most amazing advancements in technology. They're on other planets. It's like so crazy. I'm like, that just totally makes me think of what's going to happen in the age of Aquarius. But I know that we here are the bridge from the old way of thinking to the new way of thinking. And I just kind of figured that out today. I was like, I was in a, uh, in a show today, and I was like, okay, so if the older people are here clearing the path, you know, there's, there's elders here that definitely show the way, and they don't judge. They, you know, they're just strictly observers. They believe in love, light, and all things possible. And then the children that are being born right now, are called diamond healers, and they have, like, this diamond heart, this, like, diamond consciousness, the indigo children, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, so what indigo, the hell, yeah. I'm like, what the hell are us people here that are in between? I'm like, you know, what about the 15 to 30, 40-year-olds? What the hell are we supposed to do? And they're like, they are the bridge that is going to connect everything. And I'm like, oh, great, so we're going to be walked all over. That's the point of our existence, <laughs> to be walked on and walked all over. They're like, no, 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 you get to create what that is. You get to create what that connection is. And that's why it's very, very, very important for us to start doing new things, to start doing our own thing and follow our passion within and to follow that and to create new careers, create new things, that new ways of understanding the world around us. And that's going to be a huge shift in 2012. And I will give you the date of, February 19th, I believe, 2013, and that is the day that the Mayans uh, will be doing a sacred ceremony, a sacred ritual that will shift completely the consciousness of how we think in a duality kind of world, and it's going to shift everything. Everybody thinks it's December 21st, 2012, whatever, because it's the winter solstice, everything's going to change. Well, some stuff will change. But especially from the readings that I've done and the research that I've done, um, and with the soul that I'm connected with, I don't know if you've heard of Dramvalo Melchizedek, but he has been actually shifting and helping to help the shift 
come for 2012. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much you know about it, but I know for sure that you know how we live in a mankind right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the the masculine dominated energy right now. Exactly. Is that what you're referring to? Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. And it's going to be shifted to womankind. It's going to be the feminine energy, the Mother Earth, taking over and connecting and being who she is and healing herself. That, that sounds good. I've, I've just been uh, connecting more in tune with my feminine side recently as well. So <laughs> that's exactly. definitely good. You know what? That encompasses the psychic and intuitive area, the feelings, the heart, etc. Because Guy has been portrayed to be warrior, masculine, you know, you have to have a big ego, blah, 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 blah. No, not anymore. Not in this world. That's why everything is changing and everything is going to shift for the better, of course. Whether you're on board or not, the earth is going to survive. She doesn't right. care if people are here, you know what I'm saying? She's still going to survive. She obviously took out the dinosaurs and took out all those other people, or not people, excuse me, uh, being, you know, species that lives here. She just wants to be balanced, and we have to find a way to balance with her, and that's why we all have to connect together through heart instead of through ego. Right. Well, we have to. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be a, a sad time. But, you know, there's some other things I also want to talk to you about, and I think I'll probably save this um, for the email and, and, and the uh, and maybe uh, uh, the hypnosis section. But I would, what do you quickly? I want to. What about the inner earth theory? Have you heard about that? Um, enlighten me as to what exactly you were talking about. Well, I guess in a nutshell, um, the inner earth theory is that there is a, a hidden world. Essentially, um, when the Atlantis uh, people uh, right. essentially when their or when their civilization came to an end uh, due to mm-hmm. apparently there was earth earth uh, pole shifts right and when there was earth pole shifts their civilization came to an end but apparently the survivors went underground and and developed a whole uh, enlightened civilization that's beneath us and this is of course in a nutshell explanation have you heard anything mm-hmm. about that I have and what actually happened is what they did is they went and reverted, okay, to a lower dimensional way of thinking. And that actually hurt them. And what that what had to have happened was they needed to be healed from that. Do you remember all the fires that were happening in the forests of like New Mexico, California and all those yes, random fires? Yes, yes. And the drought the drought was huge in, uh, a couple years ago, two thousand six, two thousand five I believe. And again that Jernvalo Melchizedek, I read his recent book and he was one of the, he was pretty much the leader of what had to be done to heal their, I guess you could call them mistakes, but they didn't know any better. They just reverted to a past way of thinking. And you can't go back to the past. You can never go back to the past. You can always revisit it, but you can't rely on going back to the past to be able to help you. You need to advance forward and create new things. And what the Mayans said is, and well, actually, the Atlanteans, um, Atlantis, those, those people, there was that, you know, island in the middle of the Atlantic. They actually moved um, and separated into a couple different groups, and some of them are the Mayans, and that's where the Mayans came from. Mayans came right, from right. Atlantis. And, uh, I hear the others are the Egyptians, as, uh, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, very true. And so the Mayans actually reverted and went to a lower dimensional state. Well, 
they actually paid for that, and that was not the right way to go. So they were tortured and healed. And I think that's almost where we got, um, quote-unquote, hell from, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like they went underground, okay, and they suffered. And it was disgustingly hot, and it was fierce, and it was violent. And they just were not having it. And they did gain, like, um, spiritual knowledge and things that they didn't know. And we actually received that in helping them to heal from the mistakes that they've made. So they have helped us and we have helped them. You know, it's the constant, it's like the karmic give and take, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You give a little bit, they take, and you take, you give, they give, et cetera. So I don't think that there's like the secret underworld, but I think Mm -hmm. beneath and under the earth are things that are going to literally erupt and things that will be brought into new um, creations, new foundations, probably like volcanoes that are going to come up and create new land. And if you look at Hawaii, mm-hmm. Hawaii is constantly destructing and creating all the time because those, those islands are moving. They're actually moving and then falling down and sinking into the earth. But then there's volcanoes underneath that constantly make new land, which, right. oh, my gosh, I would absolutely love to experience that one day. I've heard yeah, it. Yeah, I would definitely mm-hmm. love to go to Hawaii. Hawaii is a beautiful. Uh, well, at least, I, at least I hear it's a beautiful place. So. Oh, of course, you know, the nice. pictures. That's the ultimate destination. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you know about Alex Gray? Alex Gray. I feel like I've heard the name. Not too familiar. Okay, but if you haven't heard of Alex Gray, then I definitely recommend that you find out about Alex Gray. He is a metaphysical uh, teacher. Uh, pagan, uh, spiritual advisor, artist, very much a strong artist. Um, he's depicted, uh, you've probably seen one of his works before. Oh, wow. Yep, in. I've definitely seen his works before. Oh, yeah. Did you, you just type it on the computer or something? Yep, yep, I did. Okay, yeah, there you go, there you go. Well, he's also uh, a big supporter of uh, Starwood and a guy named Eust Lumberg, um, a.k.a. the Fairy King, um, who's an activist, is a gay rights activist, good friend of mine, um, also a pagan, also a, he calls himself the beacon of the Indiglos. You know, you just mentioned the Indiglos. And his his whole shtick, just like yours, is developing an organization called the Gossamer Court, which is essentially a group of young, enlightened beings who are essentially responsible. Um, he considers it a responsibility that we have to essentially usher in this new age and this new uh, synergy uh, that will be brought forth 2012 and, and so forth and so on. And so definitely uh, check out Alex Gray um, at his uh, COSM, uh, and, and uh, COSM, I think, is his organization that he has, that he's part of or something like that. And also Use Lumberg and the Fairy King. Uh, you, can, you can look up Use Lumberg and the Fairy King on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he has all sorts of different uh, little uh, spiels and, and little snippets that he that he puts out there from everything from gay rights to from anti-Republican stuff. And it's not because of, of the party. It's because of what people in the party are saying because um, he's, he's independent. Um, and, and, every, and everything about consciousness, uh, pagan and, and non-pagan and all this other thing. So that's something wow. that that I should want to share with you that you should, you should uh, look up. Eust Lumberg, you spell it uh, G-U-S-T, and then regular spelling for Lumberg. And uh, or always just call it the Fairy King. Um, not fairy as in like, you know, sissy, but fairy as in like the, the 
theory magic and the theory spirits. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I've totally tried to get into that and see, like, what is all up with these fairies. And they totally, there's a lot of people that believe. I'm not sure if I do or if I don't, but there's nothing that I don't believe in just because I haven't seen it. That's the most important thing about my spiritual endeavors, as what you believe in is absolutely true. Anything that you believe in is definitely going to be true, because it's you, and nobody's ever going to be the exact same person as you are, and it's something... If you believe in it, then it's definitely going to happen. But I agree with you. That's what you wish for. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you when it comes to the whole fairy thing. You know, I think, you know, I've uh, I've met some people who uh, you know believe in, in the fairy magic and all that stuff, and I think uh, there's definitely it has a place in our world, just like everything else. You know, and you're right. We give uh, we give it magic. We give it. We make it real. You know, just like when you're playing a basketball game or a football game. We have developed these imaginary rules that people are following. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you're out of bounds. You know what I mean? It's just a line. Uh, you give it power. You know what I mean? If, if you never, you never, if you never give it power, it's just a line on the on the on the, on the floor. You know. But mm-hmm. when we give it power, it makes it, it becomes real. You know. Very Another thing I want you to, to check out is uh, a musician. Um, his name is uh, Fila Kuti. Uh, that's uh, F E L A. K U T I. Or could be K U T I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K U T I. And it may not be the the same exact spelling, but if you YouTube it, it'll, it'll come up. And I want you to YouTube that as well. And um, this is a man who was pagan in Nigeria. Um, his, his mother was a freedom fighter and an anti-colonialist, and his father was a uh, professional. He got sent to London. Feel like I got sent to London to, to to be taught and be educated. So he's a very smart individual. Then came back to Nigeria and uh, became a poet, a musician, and kind of like a crusader for freedom and justice. Not just for Nigeria, but and not just for black people, but for all people. He's kind of like Bob Marley for Africa, but much better and much I got more you. dynamic. Yep. Very um, cool. I I have his YouTube page right now saved up on my profile. Okay. Yeah. So, so check him out. Check all his works. He's a fascinating person. You'll love him. He's good people. Very cool. Well, James, listen, um, I'm going to get to the next call. We only have a couple minutes left. But listen, make sure you email me because I definitely would like to talk with you more. And you know what? I would like to have you on the show um, a couple times, anytime that you would want to, actually. That would be really great. You are a very good soul, and I know that you, we are totally on the same page right now. So make sure you get into contact with me because I have a lot I want to talk to you. you Sounds about. wonderful. Namaste, and I'll take care. All right, you too, man. Thank you for calling tonight. Peace. All right. Let's see. We got, oh, really? They really just friggin' took me off my own switchboard. Like, really? Okay. We're going to go to area code 646. I believe this is Sharif. Is this Sharif? Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> baby girl, what's up? <laughs> Nothing much. How you doing? You told me to call, so I called. Good. I'm so glad you called. We have nine minutes left, and dang, that was a lot of information. I hope you guys were all up on that because that was a lot of really, really good information. And I'm so glad that James totally gave me all of this. Um, it's not only for me, but for you guys as well, and I'll probably be sharing that information with you too. So. Um, would you like a reading this evening? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 
All right, now I'll give you this nine-minute one. Uh, it's going to be cut a little bit fast. Don't be mad, but we only have nine minutes left. Oh, so, I'm not mad. Please, no. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to direct, directly connect to you. Now, this is the angel card. So what I need you to do is I need you to say your name three times for me. So go ahead. Aloud? Yes. Okay. Sharice, Sharice, Sharice. All right. Beautiful. Okay. So immediately what's coming up right now, what's going on with you and your sex life? Am I who? Your sex life. It's fine. It's a little bit too much overkill, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It's hardcore right now. It is yeah. very nice. The first few cards that came up are all about sex. All about sex. So you need to... What, what's going on right now is you are realigning yourself with your sexual energy. And think of... Let's see, the card that comes up with this is like this dragon serpent. And it's mm-hmm. about... It's called Jod. Openness, power, and true direction. So this is like a dazzling light within you. Picture this orange, yellow, red, deep red, rooted in your sacral center, which is your sex organ um, and your chakra. And then also the next card that came with it is the sexual healing card, which is, um, hang on, let me turn right to it so I can tell you. Um, Okay, this is the orange of creation which is all about um, balance and empowering the sacral chakra. Are you aware about your chakras? Somewhat, but not really. Okay. If you go, now take your first chakra. That's at the root and the base of your spine. Now you go up a little bit right to your sex organ, right by the pelvis bone. That is your sacral chakra. Okay? So there's a lot of balance that needs to be had right here and you're already starting to come into that balance. Now, that's concerned with matters of the heart. Actually, I'm going to draw a couple of the other cards for you. We'll see what the first one um, about Jod means. Okay, and that's cutting out. So make sure you cut out something that does not satisfy you. And Mm -hmm. with the next card, with the healing, make sure that your partner is loyal. And I have a feeling that he very much is. And, you know, he's going to be very loyal to you. That's all that's coming up with those two. Now, with your soul quest, okay, in matters of your soul, the cards that I pulled for you, um, the first one is a very, very interesting card. Hang on. It is Metatron's card, okay? And the symbol with that is called Chet, which is the tree of life, balance, and oneness with all. So you're going to really have to focus with that oneness. I'm going to read to you what Metatron has to offer you, okay? Mm-hmm. I offer you my undefiled Metatronic or angelic light spectrum, which may be embraced in the higher heart by those whose souls have pledged to carry this vibration and work with it for all. For with love and light in higher heart, you fly like thunderbirds beyond the stargates into higher dimensions, and there will be little you cannot accomplish. 
For you, I fashioned my light into, into the letter chess, signifying Eden Tree and your path of oneness. Yes, even unity, consciousness. Focus on those words. Unity, consciousness. Which comes when your heart and soul transform into gem self. If you are one with our sacred Eden Tree, your roots lie in Mother Earth and heart in Templar with your crown touching the stargates. Wondrous portals to angelic light. Start with ruby, emerald, and sapphire. From there, seek other dimensional portals, allowing advanced light and codements. When Shekinah's unconditional, creative, and regenerative love links to my light geometry, this informs, inspires, and raises your heart and soul to new heights of cosmic awareness. We shall bring you all manner of things for intuitive action in heart and soul. As you gain spiritual mastery, strive to access advanced gates, your soul quest is linked to the critical mass of 144,000 light beings required for Mother Earth's Ascension Program. So this wants you to focus on the Ascension Program, which is 144,000 light beings. You know that there's people out there deemed as light workers. Mm-hmm. That's this thing that's kind of gnawing away at you and you're really going to realize very soon. Um, you're going to have this sudden aha moment in some kind of social setting. So look for that. It's going to be very, very social. And the card that is going to evoke this healing is the, I believe it's the emerald, uh, let's see. It's the advanced aquamarine stargate. So you're definitely from Atlantean origins. I know that for sure. What's that um, called? Melanian? Melanian? Atlantean. From Atlantis? Atlantean. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is about Heart Grail, Water and Fire, 5566. Um, guardians below, Swan and Bull. All right, so I'm going to read this card really fast. We have like two minutes. Um, hang on one second. Uh, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. One freaking minute. Okay. Yeah, blog talk radio English lady. Stop yelling at me. Um, I just want to tell everybody thank you so much for coming to the show. Um, I will probably be having another show tomorrow evening, and I will be doing readings and all that fun stuff. So if you didn't get your angel reading, they're awesome. They're really great. They really show up um, exactly where you are. And, of course, I'm going to fit in everybody on the show, duh. I will be taking your show to the archives, so just stay on the line. Um, also, if you would like a private session with me, go ahead and click the call now button on the Keen Advising. If you go to Keen.com, um, you can find me via searching The Dream Teacher, and I will be right there. Um, I'm also looking for a little protege, if you will. I need to hypnotize somebody for them to become fully psychic and fully a medium. And then, of course, I want to set them up with getting clients, making some money, and getting all that fun stuff out of the way. Also, if you would like to communicate with me or set up an appointment with me, you can talk to me and get a hold of me at thedreamteacher at gmail.com, or you can send a message here on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you all so much for listening, and of course, Sweet Dreams, my co-creators. All right, Sharif, are you still there? Yes. All right, very good. Okay, we're off air right now. 
So we're in the archives. So I'm going to tell you what this last card is. Now, this is the Advanced Aquamarine Stargate, and I'll tell you what Metatron has to say to you. This Stargate uses the power of Heart Grail and Four Rivers of Eden to help heal mankind and Earth's waters and life forms. You will have retrieved Emerald Ruby and Amethyst Gem Self to reach this step and can aid Metatron and Shekinah, Fuel, and Harvatat. For your soul quest involves using alchemy vibrations of fire and water of life. So what this means is you have a perfect balance of duality of fire and water. And you can, what this means is you can heal, okay, and you can heal others. And I know you know this. I know that you know this because you have so many things that you are aware of and so many things that you're smart about and you always heal the people that you're around. And I know this. I've seen this. So what I want you to focus on, now these words that I'm going to speak right now are from Metatron and I need you to imagine that they are coming from you, okay, and from divine higher realm. Through oneness, I breathe and hold your sacred in-breath. And on my out-breath, purest vibration of aquamarine angelic light spirals down to anchor in my heart's diamond flower. With swan, I travel on these spirals into the Temple of Myrrh, Icosahedron chamber to sit on the aquamarine throne. Above is bull of Alpha and Omega. Below, the flower of life pattern. Metatron and Shekinah take the grail and star. Bull's horn, six vibration, and star of Venus, five vibration. And place them in my heart. My own dance of six, five, reaches water and fire alchemy empowerment. As I pledge to raise spiritual awareness to help heal hearts of mankind, Mother all, her waters and life forms, and the four rivers of Eden pour into the grail continuously, healing me also. I send them out through heart to all. I am fire and water of life in service of love and light. Hang on one second. Are, are you still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm listening. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. All right. Thank you, Sharice. I have to go. I do have a client on the other line. So I'm going to have to let you go. But thank okay. you for calling in. I hope this resonates with you. And if you want to, I will keep the chat open so we can talk more. And All right, no problem. And get excited about the cards. So let me know what you feel about the cards, and I'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, then. All right, thank you, dear, for calling in. Bye-bye. All right, no, thank you. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.